Greetings in the name of Christ. Welcome to the Hope to Hope podcast. This podcast exists to share Christ, his truth, and his saving love for his people. And to this end, we exist to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And we're going to do so by looking briefly at Colossians chapter 1, verse 19 to verse 23, which tells us that since Jesus is divine, as we saw previously, if he is God, then he brings reconciliation. Because man needs reconciliation with God, we are enemies of God, alienated from him because of our sins. We were born fallen, and so we need reconciliation. And so we, need, we see man's need for reconciliation in verse 19 to verse 23 that we're going to read. We also see God's good pleasure for reconciliation and in reconciliation and his power and ability to, to reconcile all things to himself. In verse 19, For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him, and through him to reconcile all things to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. And although you were formerly alienated and hostile in mind, engaged in evil deeds, yet he has now reconciled you in his fleshly body through death, in order to present you before him holy and blameless and beyond reproach, if indeed you continue in the faith firmly established and steadfast, and not moved away from the hope of the gospel, that you have heard, which was proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, was, a, was made a minister. <clears throat> the term reconcile here means a complete, thorough, and total change in re relationship. Uh, there are four different angles by which uh, we, we see God's reconciliation here. There is man's need for reconciliation, God's pleasure in reconciliation, God's method for reconciliation, and God's purpose in reconciliation. Man's need for reconciliation. The Bible teaches that there has been a long-standing feud between man and God. It began early in creation history when our first parents, Adam and Eve, were deceived by that serpent, the snake. Um, Rather than listen to God, this act of rebellion and listen to Satan's truth, Satan's lie, caused the human race to be plunged into sin. If you look at that deception of Satan, and I call it his truth because his truth is a lie. It wasn't totally true. He lied to them by saying that if you eat of the fruit of the tree, you will look like God, and God does not want you to look like him. But when you look at the text in Genesis closely, you will see that Adam and Eve were already made in the image and likeness of God. So they were already like God. And so Satan just merely wanted them to question God's truth. God condemned them. And human beings then became enemies of God. We are, in, we are hostile to God. In our natural condition and at birth, we are born sinners. 
And we have to understand this because verse 21 says, Once we were alienated from God and we made enemies on our minds because of our behavior. Alienated from God means that you, as a sinner, were excluded from the relationship that God wanted human beings um, to, ha to have. It, it, it indicates that because we are born in, in Adam, we are permanently separated from God, isolated from Him. And we live apart from the one and true living God unless He does something, reconciles us. Our iniquities separate us from God and our sins have hidden His face from Him so that we will not hear Him when He speaks to us. So great is our alienation from God that not even our prayers or our voices would reach him because of our sins. We were enemies in our minds, the text tells us. So there's no exception. Our problem is not one of ignorance to God, but rather our problem is one of willful rebellion against God and willful uh, love for sin that hates God. We willfully and actively break God's holy, no, holy law. Why do we do this? It is because we think that the lawmaker himself could not um, judge us or we think that his laws can, can, can be set aside and we think that his law is no longer applicable to our lives. We think that his law is obsolete, unnecessary and unhelpful. But indeed we are enemies of God in our minds. Not only do we twist and distort God's holy holy standards but we distort our concept of God himself and of Christ himself we think that he is no longer sovereign holy just and we do not know and regard him as angry against sin we think that he is frail and feeble but we do not understand <clears throat> that we cannot twist this concept of God to satisfy our own pride and no longer bow down to him as he has revealed himself as holy for Jesus Christ. God does not want us to think that way. This is what it means to be alienated from God. It means that deep down within us, we, we, we know that God is holy and this is what we do to God. We were so alienated from him. We have broken the law. And we have to understand this, that if we do not accept this biblical teaching that we are born this way in Adam, we are fallen in Adam, then we cannot accept that we are saved in Jesus. Because we have to accept the one side, Romans teaches us this, we have to accept that we are fallen in Adam in order for us to take Christ's righteousness. We cannot refuse Adam's fall, but accept Christ's righteousness. And we saw this Christ. We saw who this Christ is. And I would implore you to, to look at the previous verses, verse 15 to verse 18, and see who this Jesus is. We have to know that God has to, uh, to desire to reconcile us to himself in order for us to find, to, to, to be pleasing in his sight. There is good news. The, the good news is God's pleasure in reconciliation. In verse 19, for 
God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. <clears throat> it is interesting to think that uh, God had this plan and it pleased him. Even though we were enemies, he knew this. He knew that he's going to save his enemies. Imagine going to people who are hostile, who hate you, who do not want you to go and save them. God was not fed up with us. He knew that we could not do anything to save ourselves. It pleased him to send his son, who is supreme over all creation. But now we, we see that his pleasure that he has in his son, now fine, he finds the same pleasure in saving us. God delights to bring reconciliation to men even though man is openly defiant and rebellious. There are two pleasures that are revealed here, and I, I want to conclude with this. The first is God's pleasure in the incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ, the fact that he took on flesh. And we see there the fullness of God uh, that, that, that we find there. And that's the first pleasure that, um, that God took. And then... Um, Secondly, we see that um, it, it pleasured God to reconcile all things to himself. God's pleasure in the incarnation and God's pleasure in reconciling us are very much connected. So apart from the incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ, there could be no reconciliation. Apart from God taking pleasure in Jesus becoming man, finding that it pleases him, there can be no pleasure in saving. There can be no salvation apart from Jesus becoming man. To have a mediator who is not fully God would be as though we were... Um, <clears throat> it would be as though there is no bridge between us and God. We need to have Jesus who is fully God to fully reconcile us to God himself. Kent Hughes said the following, and I want to close with this. We need not look to no one except Jesus for the full revelation of God's character. If God could only be perceived in closely reasoned theological language, then only the most brilliant could understand him. But the fullness was in Christ, so it does not require some super mystical or super intelligent to have the fullness of God. All the fullness was in Christ. And all we have to do is look at him. As we see him in the Gospels and hear him preach, we can know what God is like. These are wonderful truths and God find, finds pleasure in this. So you who were once his enemy, God has reconciled you to Christ himself. So if you have been brought to a place where you have peace with God, then Jesus is everything to you and then you can thank him for this reconciliation that he has brought.